0: Dolphins fins and jags what a drag welcome football fans to episode 12 of the surf and artificial turf podcast i'm baxter hill this is my co-host casey thompson casey how was your week buddy your pause always varies when you're yeah. asked that question. We'll make it longer uh, and longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, uh, it'll be 25 minutes of just dead silence.
1: I um, I had a great week. Uh, we we had, I would say, different weeks. Um, my yeah. past week was uh, quite great. I, me and the crew took a vacation to St. Augustine and rented a house near the beach. And uh, had a good old time there. And everything on the football front was great on the Dolphins, so you know overall pretty good. Baxter, if you would explain <laughs> uh, how your week has gone,
0: uh, poorly, very poorly. Um, we're dealing, we're dealing, we're dealing with some with some close contact COVID protocols in this household right now. Um, and icing on top of that cake, Jaguars oh no we suck again and uh the etienne injury definitely didn't didn't help august not been my month uh what so you know the saying calm before the storm what what comes after the storm is what i'm trying to figure out because august just been a terrible terrible month
1: well i think at at the the very least, it's the start of football season, right? So yeah, man. That, that you're calm. That's that's the calmest you could be. Wow. <laughs> at least, at least well, you, after maybe with the Texans game, that's what it'll be. It will be the Texans game. You will be so yeah. high after yeah. the Texans game. Oh, it'd be like punch order. dancing all <laughs> over my who, house. Who needs Travis? Who you know? It's <laughs> Robinson yeah. runs for two hundred and twenty yards, and you're like, oh, we don't please. need
0: him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. Um Yeah, I mean, listen. I don't. Preseason doesn't count, but it matters, and I'm starting to get a little concerned. (laughs) Um, Doesn't count, but it matters. Doesn't count, but it matters. That that is actually (laughs) what I heard in one of the broadcasts this week. I'm trying to remember which. I think it was the Jets. He was like, "These games don't count, but they matter." And I was like, "Yeah, that kind of makes sense, you know." Um, Casey. We gotta get into the bit here. Baxter's Olympic extravaganza. Your update. Oh, what are we drinking? Casey's Pointing at his drink. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not. Um, you're not on um, the video. Idiot. At this point, no. I was. I was looking at my answer to the. Oh, what are you drinking, Casey?
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna butcher this.
0: It's uh because you know how I'm, I'm going. Proud from heat,
1: of you. So. <laughs> uh, it's uh guayabera. Okay. Uh, The Citra Pale Ale from uh, Cigar City.
0: I was looking at a Citra Pale Ale when I went to work for about five minutes today before they said, you know what, if if your child might have COVID, you should probably just go ahead (laughs) and hit the road and go home. Um, Yeah, your work, always COVID safe, that work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I myself am drinking a Stone Brewery uh, Scorpion Bowl. out of of what kind of and i had i had to i had to come back at you after last week you brought the boston red sox baseball bat i brought my old school jaguars logo uh football shaped beer mug that's about two beers worth and i opened one beer and put it in there and i was like i should probably put two in there but i did not
1: very nice very nice tastes sweet what what are you drinking? I completely missed that
0: part. It's it's definitely not sweet. It just oh, you okay. know, out, out of out of the uh, out of the glass. Uh, it's a what scorpion bowl. Hopefully the
1: uh, glass doesn't break like uh, your running back's
0: legs. But mm. so, um. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> it's a it's a stone scorpion bowl IPA. It's pretty good. You're making. I like stone. Way. I'm I'm a I'm a stone guy. You know. Sure, Casey Olympic Extravaganza. Update on my training. Uh, I need to put to some music. I'm gonna. Uh, um. You're gonna. You're wait. You're gonna add <laughs> sound effects to this, but you wouldn't even add a round of applause before. Um, your round of very, applause was something sad. that you were
1: actually incorrect about, which is that we were going to one once a week. This is well, something like that is actually not happening, but is happening type of thing. And I, <laughs> I do, I do want some sort of like a fanfare Olympic music. So you might, you might hear okay. that um and i might be talking about it uh i might i might put it in post anyway go ahead
0: treadmill 10 days out looking forward to it looking forward to um crafting my back porch into a workout room and a uh an olympic uh training
1: thoughts on putting like an ice fan out there
0: because otherwise you will die (laughs) we 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 also purchased a very large fan yeah, it's, um, it's, cool, it's, cool. But it's gotta be like below a
1: certain temperature, otherwise it doesn't really actually impact anything. It's
0: either. got like a real long pole; it's gonna come down pretty far down, kind of like the fans that are in our living room. I don't know if you remember those or not.
1: I do. No one else here would.
0: <laughs> well, my mom does. She <laughs> there was just go, here.
1: There you, go. there you go. Um. All right. They well, got them well,
0: long you know, poles. All right. Let's do. Or, yeah. Tomorrow, right. ten days out. So next week, still probably not gonna be doing any training yet. <laughs> Let's get in our TNA section, Casey. Let's do our um, Jags and Dolphins preseason takeaways, and let's do Miami Dolphins first. You have the floor. You watched it, right? Because you've you've had a whirlwind of of a, of a weekend. Positively, right? So Just wanted to make sure that you have, in fact, watched the game.
1: Yes, I have. I have seen. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Take it away. Weapons. Um. So I think you know. Mostly, it's another week where I'm impressed by Tua. Um, I think Gaskin kind of showed that he can be um, RB one for us. He was uh, kind of the playmaker that we kind of saw last year, and he definitely brought it again um, this week, especially that first drive. Uh, Waddle also looked good first drive, and then gave me an injury scare that I did not like. I believe it was on the second drive, mm-hmm. um, but then um, but he's fine. Uh, I like
0: seeing. I, I did like seeing him come back out and play some more. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that cool. really
1: shows that he's fine because otherwise, he'd yeah. not step foot on the field. Uh, yeah. Um but uh, but no, I I do think that really all the drives by Tua were great. Two ended in, in touchdowns. One um, was a contested catch that was dropped by Malcolm Perry. Um, potentially, if there's a different wide receiver being thrown to on that fourth down, he's catching it, and that drive is extended as well. Uh, but honestly, I mean, and two has been stringing completion after completion together, he, both games. He's had long streaks. I want to say both games he had at least eight in a row, um, at one point. And so, you know, it's been good and he's making throws that he was afraid to last year. Um, and I, you know, I, I do follow a certain, uh, you know, dolphin beat writers or reporters or whatever uh, Kyle Krabs is really a good one to follow Krabs, if, you if you're a Dolphin fan um, and you know it, it, he's kind of showed um a throw last year that happened against the Raiders where he just Tua did not decide to throw a seam to Jusecki and he that same type of play happened in this game and he launched it, and it was like a 30-yard gain. So I, it's those types of things where um, he's being more comfortable. He is stepping up in the pocket easier. And at the right times, I I mean, he's, he's just making good decisions. Um, there was only really one bad throw that I saw from him where he kind of just, and this was in the red zone, I believe, um, where he kind of had the pressure onto him really quick. And he just kind of slung it at a guy he didn't look at yet. Um, It ended up being like triple coverage, but it was incomplete anyway. So, I mean, I do think that was great. Defense, again, great first half. Um, When, you know, like half starters, Uh, I I think our our main two quarterbacks were out there for one drive, uh, one series, and that was Mm -hmm. it. So, I mean, again, you're not getting all of our starters out there, but I think it goes to show that even when our backups are out there, our depth is really strong, especially in the defensive back room. Mm -hmm. But even our front seven, I mean, it's just, it's been good to see. I do again, think that we are going to have one of the top defenses this year. And then of course the negatives, I mean, it's the same thing, right? It's that offensive line. They definitely, they took a step forward. um, Then from that bears game. However, you know, we're still going to have that problem. Um, And even, even pass protection by our running backs. There was um, a missed pass protection by Malcolm Brown, a missed pack, pass protection by uh, Savon Ahmed, Ahmed, um, Ahmed, sorry. Ach, ach, you got to get that flim in yes. there for that one. Um, and, you know, but, I, you know, it's our weakness, but they definitely show that they can be enough to kind mm-hmm. of, not derail our offense completely like they did last year when we had such a short um you know passing uh time uh from hike to pass basically yeah, um, time to throw so, time to throw thank you that's the word I was, I was like hike, hike to pass is definitely not it. hike hike to
0: pass <laughs> <laughs> we surf an artificial turf stat hike to pass oh, HTP shit. um but yeah I mean
1: again I I just Overall, great. I mean, the most important thing is Tua, right? And you can definitely see that he's developed. A full off season will help that, and so far, so good on that end.
0: Yep, um, very similar. Um, I've started to do stream of consciousness notes as the game is going on. I've got, I've got this notebook. I've got this this cute little red pen that I have sitting beside me. I absolutely cannot do it on my phone. My ADD would would cause me to not be able to pay attention. So I got, I, I've got. A lot of the same notes. Um, one of the ones that I w- wrote down was both Ahmed, Ahmed and uh, Brown missing the bits, blitz pickups. If offensive line is going to be a com- concern, running backs can't be missing guys right in front of them. One of them was just like, the dude was like running straight at him. I can't remember which one it was. And he just like didn't even see him. I don't I don't know what happened, though he can't. You can't, um, you can't be missing those.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Malcolm you, Brown is usually concerned. really good with pass protection. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of, um, kind of surprising to see that, but, um, you know, I, I think that was one of the reasons why we have him in there is that he could be that pass protection back. Um, yep. and so, yeah, he needs to make those. He needs to make those. Because Gaskin honestly did a good job at pass. For, I mean, Gaskin, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I continuously am impressed by him. Um, you know, Ackman has had a great offseason with us, yep. training camp and preseason games. He has had a few wheel routes where um, one was a deep touchdown last week. Um, and he he can be a great pass catching back.
0: Uh, I, I would probably after watching these two preseason games I'd probably have Brown as my running back 3 if I'm going to be honest with you I'd probably oh, I'd, I'd run Gaskin as my primary primary guy and I would I would have Achman come in and spell him and also kind of be like your pass catching guy. I don't
1: I think that's what's going to happen but I do think Brown is going to get some get some playing time. Sure, there. he's going to
0: right like maybe like 20% Sure, you know. Some, that's, somewhere that's in that. That's what I hope. That that Gaskin's probably get Gaskin probably gets you know fifty percent to sixty percent of the carries, and then the other ones are divvied up between Ahmed and and Brown. Uh that was my next stream of consciousness. Um, no, was that Gaskin looks great. Um, uh, my next one was in all caps of uh, the run run left, um, from the one for a touchdown this week. That was that was great to see, the uh, offense being able to to block and get, get your running back in from the one yard line. As opposed to what happened against the Bears. Uh I also have this one and this we'll we'll revisit this one, but uh slide to a slide. I do not want to see my starting quarterback, especially in a preseason game, especially when it's not even for a first down jumping head first. Please, Tua, don't ever do that ever again. <laughs> I, it wasn't even for I, a first round. It was like he that's was what I'm saying. It, it wasn't. It was just like run. it was just like a <laughs> run. I was like, oh my god, please don't do this.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh god.
0: Well, a very similar play happened in the Jags game, and my 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 beautiful wife Laura looked over and saw my face as uh as the play was happening in the Jags game, and she had to ask me if I was okay because I looked visibly upset. <laughs> um, the my favorite drive was the one in which they over. Came that first and twenty, um, to get a first down with two big time throws from Tua. I maybe this is um my my post traumatic stress from being a Jags fan, but once you get to first and twenty, I feel like that's most of the time. That's like you might as well just give up on that drive and, and punt. And seeing Tua being able to come overcome that with two big time throws that was that was really cool to see. And then. The second touchdown, like you were talking about, great po- pocket presence and a slide up from Tua in, in the pocket and hitting Gaskins perfectly and strive for the touchdown. That was a beautiful throw. And then I wanted to bring two players to talk to you about, um, Nick Needham and Mac Hollins. I, I need some clarification and maybe some more information from you from, from these two players. What What's your expectation for Nick Needham this year?
1: Oh, he definitely could be our starting uh, corner uh, slot, um, slot corner, if you would. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I mean, he's your nickel corner. Yeah, uh, he's been electric in the slot. I I do think, you know, going into this um, off season, we kind of thought it was going to be Justin Coleman, but uh, he's Nick Needham's been so good um, in the slot that I honestly think he could be the starter um, in that spot um so i mean he was incredible yeah uh both 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 you know this entire offseason he's been great in that spot Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of been um a little bit of a revelation there so it's good to see that and so yeah that's kind of my expectations uh for nick needham
0: okay and the next guy matt collins you currently still have 11 wide receivers on your depth chart is matt collins making this team
1: he might.
0: I really don't know how we're going to break
1: it out in the end. Um, you know, we put Bowden on the IR, but I really think that this is going to lead to uh, Dokes making it as our fourth running back. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had a good game um, this weekend. So, you know, I, I do think Bowden kind of is both running back, wide receiver, just kind of a playmaker type of guy. I think Dokes is kind of going to fill his spot. I don't think it changes the wide receiver room. Um, We did cut Foster, um, who had a shot at making the roster. And with Fuller suspended for the first week, um, I do see a path of Matt Collins making this roster um, and potentially us carrying seven wide receivers into the season. Mm -hmm. Um, I see seven as well for the Dolphins. Uh, which, you know, is a lot. And then, and that doesn't get into the tight end room, which is also really good. And (laughs) I could see five tight ends and I, you know, that's just, that's just a lot. If you keep five
0: tight ends, you're not going to keep seven wide receivers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 12 pass catchers is a a lot and that would be that. So that would be pretty surprising for us to do that. But again, it it is a, um, it is a tough, it's a weird to say that, um, you know, it's, It's not a bad thing, right, to have Mm this many. We just have a lot of talented guys, which is kind of crazy based on how terrible our our press catchers were last year. Um, Not really the tight end room, but our wide receivers are really bad. And adding Fuller and Waddle really helps, of course. And along with Albert Wilson coming back, I do think that basically right there are our two, three, four guys. Um, And it could lead to someone like Preston Williams getting cut in the end. Someone who looked really good last year, um, but it's just a, it's a numbers game at this point. When you're starting to look at uh, JaKeen Grant, who still I mean, Waddle could easily be the returner, but Jaquin Grant mm-hmm. as a returner has just been so good um, that I it, it, he could be a guy that still makes the team um, just based on his that added uh, boost that he adds to the team.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. It, It'll definitely be whoever the, the, the top guy, if they, keep, if they keep six or seven wide receivers, that that seventh or eighth guy is going to probably, I would imagine, be picked up on waivers because he's going to be a, a, a wide receiver that can play in the NFL for the Dolphins, which is a great thing for your team when, when you're at that position.
1: Yeah, i mean, and I really like uh kirk Merritt too but i I really don't see any way that he makes a team at this point mm-hmm. um just because uh I think really it's just him staying around in, in case injury happens um not that he won't you know he might potentially be one of those protected practice squad guys but um i do think I do think that um you know it's really just a matter of we have a lot of guys there but I do think specifically matt Collins I do think he makes a team um kind of in that last spot and I might have him over. Uh, Preston Williams on that
0: okay yeah and then my my only I mean defense looked great and they were playing against Felipe Franks for a majority of that game so it was it was it's hard to really gauge but the defense played great I think that the Dolphins are a top 10 defense this year and uh, my favorite player of the defense was watching Van Ginkle get that rushing um, stop in the backfield that he's my he's my he's my Dolphin guy Van Ginkle's my guy yeah, because he kind of has the same type of hair thing as Trevor. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, those beautiful blonde flowing locks—they get me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look—he's—he's a—he's a good set the edge kind of guy. I—I I, I looking at him and Phillips being perfect in terms of just those two guys are on the edge and, um, you know, uh, really helping both on the running and in the passing um, games in terms of our defense. But yeah, no, everyone looked good. Really excited. Okay.
0: Um, now to now to take a turn to the negative, <laughs> we'll we'll hit the Jaguars. Um, I'm gonna get you my last stream of consciousness note first. It is ugh, uh, it, it was a bad game, man. Um, Tyson Campbell, another ball he lost while tracking in the air. Offensive pass interference in the end zone, caught anyways by Marquez Callaway. Marquez Callaway is looking like a monster based off of the Jaguars game. Uh, Walker Little got the start over Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson had a, uh ankle issue. Um, that was in
1: quotes, by the way. For everyone that, that doesn't have the video, that was in quotes.
0: <laughs> I, I I thought he played fine. Um, For his first start, he did pretty good, uh, especially against Marcus Davenport. He didn't allow a sack, but he did kind of get pushed back into Trevor a couple of times. But I, I just... I mean, I think he played okay. I would probably at this point, and we can get into this when we get to the Jaguars, I'm probably starting to walk a little over Cam Robinson. Uh, First quarter was absolutely terrible on offense. They had zero sustained drives, no rushing gains, and it was just blasé play calling. Um, My next note was get Carlos Hyde off the fucking field. He has no juice in the passing game, and he needs giant holes which this offensive line is not capable of making for him to be able to pick up yards he's a he's a three yards in a cloud of dust old school running back style that just i don't travis etienne got hurt obviously that's that's the big news he's had got the liz frank injury he's he's out for the season but carlos Hyde, i would be fine had they had they not had the etienne injury if they would have cut him because i I don't think he gives them any value whatsoever in the running game. Uh, they played screens really well this game. They it, they definitely got gashed in the screen game two weeks ago. This week, clearly they they practiced that a lot. You could hear guys on the sideline screaming screen, screen, and guys rushing to the ball to get to get the guy down. So it was good to see that they could get some coaching in in a week and and, and be able to play something that they played poorly well and uh just like to a slide to his slide slide trevor slide i as much as i don't like our first team offense not scoring points it, it, getting into the end zone i don't need you jumping head first, trevor to get a first down on a third down in preseason ever again please i hated it yeah it was uh it was it was risky just get to say it, at least a pit in my stomach, because it was also, uh, if I'm remembering the sequence right, this was also after you had already seen Etienne on the on the sideline limping, and yeah. I did, like, yeah, Phew. I was like, you just take him out of the game right now. Don't even let him finish this drive. But I understand what he was doing. The offense has been bad two weeks in a row. He was trying to spark him. Um, He had said in his press conference after the last game that he wanted to emphasize being able to utilize his legs more. And he did that in this game. He got the ball out of his hands quicker, which was also another thing that he self scouted himself on after the last week. So I I think Trevor himself made some improvements. Um, Daniel Jeremiah, who's a, uh, he's a scout and he works for NFL network, uh, broke down all of his, attempts and he said he had nine clean pockets nine dirty pockets so somebody around his feet were getting hurried um three where they moved the pocket and what was the other what was the other three i sent it to you and three goodness gracious uh i'm not i'm just doing this off of my brain and i cannot remember what it was but um I don't oh three he held onto the ball too long that's what it was <clears throat> Got it. Where he kind of forced his own pressure or took a sack. Um, We'll get into the Jags more later, but uh, game was bad. Play calling was bad. Front seven on the defense looks good. Cornerbacks don't look great. Yeah, uh,
1: Shaq Griffin did not look good. Um, You know, I I mean, those catches by Marquez Callaway were pretty nice. Sure, but I would have called pass interference. One was called pass interference on the first Mm, one. On Campbell. The second one should also have been pass interference. Griffin had his right arm, and Callaway made Mm -hmm. the catch with just one arm (laughs) over the shoulder. Um, Which, you know, uh, Callaway isn't... Hopkins so it's yeah. like I I understand those are great catches but like a lot of wide receivers are going to make great catches um, and I so, don't blame
0: Griffin as much for the first one because Tyson Campbell came in like a bat out of hell and wasn't even looking at where he was going and ran into both of them so I don't that first one that first touchdown I don't really hold too much against yeah, I get but to that say, second if one if you're right
1: wasn't there, I, I wouldn't think that Griffin would have done much to stop that I understand Campbell you, you don't one, know it's to impossible top. to tell um, I know I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but uh uh but even even besides the two touchdown passes there were other um mm-hmm. there were other uh throws in Griffins uh that grinned, it was Griffin's coverage and he just he just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, I um I don't know exactly what the defensive scheme was, but um mm-hmm. you know, it just wasn't he didn't look good
0: specifically yeah they're Um, supposed to be playing a lot of man press and they're playing a lot of man off ball which i don't understand that they're not up against the wide receivers at, at the line if you're gonna play man you might as well be up in their face
1: so um yeah i mean so that was that was the main thing on defense um i think i agree with you. your front seven was fine um but and especially once it was Taysom Hill. But um but mm. really um yeah, that the defensive back room needs some help. On offense, it's similar to the Dolphins, right? We talked about this last week, but mm. it, it didn't get it did not get better from week no. one to week two like ours did. Um it's it's a uh it's not a great situation on that offensive line. Um yeah. it is it is quite scary uh for having your franchise quarterback <laughs> sitting back there behind that offensive line. Um so yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough, and you know, losing your other first-round pick also not great in a preseason game. Um, it, you know, it's one of those frustrating things. We'll never know exactly how he was going to fit into this offense this year obviously he's not dead he's gonna be he'll be here next year but uh, (laughs) uh, but um but it it is frustrating you know you kind of want all of your chips going into the first week of the season and so already getting that first um, one taken away from you it it is unfortunate um but um you know and again you don't have you didn't i I know marvin jones also got hurt right Um, he's fine
0: he had a he minor AC joint sprain, minor shoulder sprain. He's fine. He's yeah, practicing um, today.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I and I know you didn't have Chark in there, but um,
0: mm-hmm. you know, he won't be playing most, till week one hairline fracture and uh, most of your
1: off. most of your pass catches are out there and um, you know,
0: so it's really it's your starting offense
1: out there. And I well, know you didn't you didn't have the guards, but beside that or center. Or yeah, you didn't have the interior offensive line. Um but you know, there was there wasn't a lot there to get excited about in that offense with trevor out there um not that i mean even even when Minshew was out there
0: you know cj uh, bethard yeah. has been the best quarterback so far for the jaguars and <laughs> quarter three quarter four so yes i understand what you're saying i i i definitely want to push back a little bit on the your pass catchers are out there i think chark brings an element to this offense that nobody else who's a part of this offense does uh, Philip Dorsett is like the closest guy to what Chark can do, but he's not the size nor the strength of DJ Chark. So I think just getting that guy who teams have to be aware of that. He's, he can, he can, he could just blow right by his cornerback and, and catch a 75 yard touchdown pass and, and having to be aware of that and be alarmed that that guy's out on the field brings an element that they haven't had in the preseason and i also the play calling has been just so boring urban even commented on it that it's just he doesn't understand the nfl level of paranoia of not doing what you're going to do like if these are games where you should be getting yourself ready for the regular season what are you doing not being who you are
1: yeah it'd be great you're not even running joint practices so the only time you're running these plays are against your own defense and you're probably doing great because your defense is trash so (laughs) you're like hey this is going great this should be our offense and you know if you're not going to run it in the preseason games you're not going to run it in joint practices um yeah it's tough it's tough to uh kind of i mean again your your rookie quarterback needs to get to know the playbook Mm -hmm.
0: Um, what actually the playbook is going to be. So, um, yeah, I think he knows the playbook. I would just like to see them run some of these plays against other teams.
1: Yeah, he knows the playbook, but, I mean, there needs to be some familiarity with it instead of just running into practice. Um, You need to see, you know, game game time, live action. You know, stuff is happening. um, It's actually third down. You're actually in the Saints territory And you're going to run this play. You want to see that play. You want to see him do it. You want to. I mean, a lot of this stuff is repetitiveness, and I, I think that you know he needs to get more comfortable. You could see him getting more comfortable as -hmm. the game went on. Um, He was getting used to the fact that his pocket was going to collapse immediately, so he started throwing the ball quicker um, with and with more um, urgency. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he, and I think that's going to be something he's got to get used to. He's got to start throwing it in tight windows too, because these receivers aren't going to have enough time to get separation in a lot of situations. Um, And you have the receivers that can make those contested catches. um, I think, but I, I, I do think again, they're skilled, right? You can, you can do, you can do it's really, and Trevor has the ability to do pinpoint accuracy. So he, he, I mean, Mm. you you have the ability to um, get those diving catches or, you know, difficult catches, but you have to have the reps. So it's frustrating again, not to, not to see those types of, uh, plays happen but um but yes he did get more comfortable as the game went on you gotta mm-hmm. hope that that is something where that will improve as the season goes on um i think that he is has been named week hard. one
0: starter he has been named week one starter and they are going to play a little bit against dallas so hopefully they'll unfurl a little bit of, of their packages against dallas and then week one they get to play the jv squad the houston texans so hopefully they'll be able to uh Weave a whole bunch of their playbook in and and get a whole bunch of reps. The whole
1: playbook is open for week one of the NFL season.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, Let's get into our roster reset. Um, We're going to the AFC South with the 2020 record of the Titans at 11 and five, the Colts also at 11 and five, the Texans at four and 12, the Jags at one and 15. Uh, Their common opponents are the AFC East, NFC East. Casey, get us going. With the Houston Texans.
1: Alrighty. The Houston Texans overall were 20th. (laughs) Okay. Um, Their offense was 9th. Their defense was 31st. Their special teams was 14th. Their key additions are Anthony Miller. Alex Erickson, Andre Roberts, Philip Lindsay, Demarcus Walker, Jeff Driscoll, Taveri Thomas, Tay Davis, Vincent Taylor, Taewon Taylor, Terrence Mitchell, Anthony Auclair, Cole Turner, Tyrod Taylor, Tremont Smith, Joe Thomas. Are you reading this whole list? Shaq Lawson, Cameron Johnson, Justin McRae, Chris Conley, Neville Hewitt, Jordan Jenkins, Kadar Holman, Lane Taylor. Did I already say that? No. we have a lot of tailors. <laughs> We're literally Kirk, at
0: 35 minutes of so you doing this. Rasul
1: Douglas, Ryan Izzo, Terrence Brooks, Rex oh, Burkett, Marcus Cannon, Malik Collins, Derek Rivers, Chris Moore, Mark Ingram, Danny Isadora. Hold on. You got to scroll. Jaleel Johnson, Hardy Nickerson, Jerron Christian, Kevin pierre Luis. <laughs> um i also like to say that i nailed uh, a lot of those uh pronunciations mm-hmm. you also uh, forgot they their draft drafted I'm not it. <laughs> oh my god nico collins davis mills and they uh have a new head coach david coley um and their gm's name is nick cas uh what the heck is his name <laughs> the patriots <guy>. nick casario <laughs>
0: And he's doing a great job. <laughs> Cas- Casario. Casario. Thank you. Um, I can't believe you read that whole list. As <laughs> you were going, I looked at my list. I was like, this is not the order in <laughs> which I had this
1: <laughs> in. Dear God. You, you know why? But, and we'll get to the. Uh, and let me just read the key subtractions real quick. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe Jason Watson, Watson. Uh, Will, I'm not going to read your nickname here. Fuller, JJ uh, Watt, and Bill O'Brien. And the reason I said all of the key additions is that Every and by key produced. additions,
0: you mean every addition. Correct.
1: Every edition for the Houston Texans is a key addition because any of those guys could be a starter. So that means they're a key addition. And not only could they be a starter, <laughs> oh, right. they could be one of the top five players on their team. Because really, without Cooks and Tunzel and, I don't know, who's third? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's not, uh I guess Shaq Lawson, but I read one of those. So it's not like, I mean, I just... Their whole team is not good. They made a lot of changes. As I just said, half their team potentially could be new, right? Out of 53 people, you could look at half the new people. Yeah. Um And yeah, you're going to have a new head coach and a new system anyway. Um, But that's pretty crazy. And that's why I needed to read it out. Because if they don't start Deshaun Watson, and we're going to just get right into it here. If they don't start Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, do you see them winning a game?
0: Yeah, I mean... The Jags won a game. Um, All right, let me read the list again. (laughs) No, please, no. Uh, Team, I mean, teams fall into a win. I don't. Do I? Do I think that? Would I pick them to win any single game this season? No. Do I? Do I think that anything on any Sunday could happen? The Jags took the Packers to the end of a game. They took the Vikings to overtime last year. Weird shit happens in the NFL. You put that on a T-shirt. Um, they'll win. They'll win a a game somewhere along the line, I would imagine. But it's it's going to be a rough season. I also would like to point out David Coley, head coach, you know, former passing game coordinator for the Ravens. Yikes. And also really was high the high, wide, really high and high. also was the wide receiver coach for the Chiefs the year in which not a single wide receiver scored a so touchdown.
1: Touchdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's troublesome. I don't, I don't understand. That's not a great resume. I don't understand why he keeps getting promoted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. i like this guy has it. You know, it's like okay, like I, I just I don't I don't understand it. Um, you might have just picked the worst coach than the guy you had last year, right? So I just I I do, I do um, question their future. Um, I mean, if they, I mean, I guess the future is Spencer Rattler, right?
0: I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think that's what they're looking at. Spencer Rattler and another first-round draft pick because they're going to trade Deshaun Watson and, and get a first-round draft pick at, at least next year. I, I would imagine before next year's draft, Deshaun Watson is on a different team. What if he's suspended indefinitely? Who's going to give him a first-round pick for that? But yeah, I mean, suspended indefinitely at, at this point in time, sure. I think by the time we get back around to Ooh. next, what the draft is, July by the time we roll around, wait, March, what? March, <laughs> by the time I'm very well, bad at peace. And I in yeah, April. March. Wait, is it yeah. whatever? Or in May, by the, by the time bad. we, by the Might time we the roll week. around to April, May, um, we'll have some more clarity on the Deshaun Watson yeah, thing. The which clarity we, could be bad clarity. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, either way you're going to know whether he's tradable or he's not tradable. I think by then we have not gotten into the Deshaun Watson stuff. We've, we've, Avoided it. Um, we have no idea what's going on. Doesn't well, yeah, seem I mean, great, we to, but we don't have to
1: speculate. But even if yeah. he was like cleared of all charges and whatever, and he's not suspended, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a team around this uh, around this team <laughs> um, around him,
0: right? I right, mean, he'll I, be traded. That's what I meant. It, yeah, if he so, if he's cleared, even if even if he's not cleared and he has settlements and he gets suspended for the whole season, I would imagine by 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 February by March. He's traded.
1: You think for a first round pick, if that happened?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think if
1: he, I don't, I don't know if I want to touch that.
0: <laughs> I don't think oh, that this
1: guy came off a of suspension for,
0: I don't think, I don't think you do. I think the Philadelphia Eagles who win four games and don't have a shot at a quarterback and are willing to take the PR hit of picking him up are going to be uh, willing to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, in any event, they don't, you know, even if they, I mean, it's a complete rebuild, rebuild right? I mean, you're kind of just like this, this year's a wash, whether or not Watson plays or not, it would be a wash anyway. You're not doing anything with this team. Um, and so I think that, I think that you're going to, I, my, 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 I guess my point in my original question was that for, the teams that have gone zero and sixteen in the past and this year I know it'd be zero seventeen. I just don't. I just don't <laughs> see. I think this team might be one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, I have ever seen. And I understand what you're saying that any team can win on any given Sunday, yeah. but I think this team is the most likely of any team I've ever seen to go zero sixteen. In just in terms of their
0: formation and who they have coaching. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. Like I said, I I wouldn't pick them to win any game, but. Sitting here on August 26th, maybe they win a game, but I don't know. We don't need to belabor this too much. We can move on. Yeah. Texans going to be bad. Uh, Next up team Colts overall. Why didn't I do it this way? Oh, got it. Yeah. Colts overall seventh offense, 10th defense tied for eighth, special teams. First. Key additions, Carson Wentz, Eric Fisher, left tackle, Quiddy Pay, defensive end. It was a draft pick uh, first round. Key subtractions, Malik Hooker, uh safety. Casey, we're gonna get right into it again. Are the Colts descending or ascending?
1: They're uh I think they're just sending. Uh, <laughs> they're Staying sending right where they a are. new quarterback out there, and I mean, I, I I think what their plan is at this point is not one of the future. Um, but they're not rebuilding either. They kind of mm-hmm. have all the tools. I mean, the pass catchers could improve, but they have all of the tools to make another run to the playoffs. Um, but they are just kind of renting a quarterback every year. And I mean, I yeah. guess potentially right. Wentz could be a guy that could be around for years to come. Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way. I, I've never really liked Carson Wentz.
0: Um, I'm on the Wentz wagon. Bet you're back on. Mm, I mean, I'm too scared to do a beer bet with you with Carson Wentz, but I, Oh yeah. We, we're going to have to address
1: beer bets at the end of this. Cause there's, there's gotta be some, there's going to be some cancellations. Um, yeah. but oh, really, really, yeah i can't i can't i
0: the okay no we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there we'll talk about it when okay. we get there. we're already too long um <laughs> yeah i'm back on the wagon. i think the last pod went an hour and 40 minutes
1: back so we're at 40 minutes right now <laughs> yeah we're not yeah, too yeah, long. Yeah.
0: listen try Stop to keep it a, <laughs> try to keep it at a tight hour and a half yeah, um right. yeah I, i'm back on the wagon. okay but, well how, what have you
1: seen this offseason that made me think that's any other Wentz in the Wentz that is made of glass? And you know, I, I just it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting him and coming into the season after
0: like two weeks with their with the team um, throwing to that I first think they're, offense. The reason why I'm on the Wentz wagon is because their offensive line is so good. I think compared to what the Eagles have, they, the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. I think that that's really what Carson Wentz needs. Um, well, he also needs pass
1: catchers, and I—I I mean, I think this is going to be the, ch- the the Taylor show. It's going to be a run first offense. It should be because he was great last year, and you have the offensive line that can help him. Um, and so I, I do think that it should be those. And I—I I, I mean, I like I like Marlon Mack I like Hines. I think you kind of focus on the running backs in this mm-hmm. in this offense because the pass catchers are just
0: not it. Um, you know, twenty nineteen wins was pretty good though, right? And he they they had trash for wide receivers. 2019 Wentz was good. 2020 Wentz was one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, but they also had Ertz. And they had like and I, full I, I, just, them. I, I, I understand. I understand that, but I, um, I mean, we don't have to get really into the Wentz discussion at this point. Yeah. It, I, I do think that it, it is. He's never shown me something that he he could be the guy. He could be the franchise quarterback. Uh, we talked about, uh, I don't know what the hell you call it, trailers, and what's the other one trucks or trailers um, trucks and trailers yeah <laughs> um uh, i do think that i do think that he's shown me that he can be a trailer <laughs> and nothing
0: more um and I, I i just don't know if he can lead a team um yeah i thought i think he carried that team he was he was on he was on pace to be the mvp in 27 27- Team. that's when, when they Nick won the Foles
1: Super Bowl came in and won the Super Bowl I think that kind of shows the team around you might be better if Nick Foles who have we have seen after that is absolute trash <laughs> um, yeah but I don't
0: and leading you to
1: a Super Bowl win
0: yeah but I don't, he wasn't doing the same things that Carson Wentz was doing in that season I we also one of our longest arguments is that I don't believe that Nick Foles deserved to win that Super Bowl MVP for that game Um, he's just he's he was not doing the same things that Carson Wentz was doing. My initial question for the Colts was, are they the most underrated playoff team? And then I looked at their record and here's their record since 2018, eight, and eight, 2017, four, and 12. What did I do here? Since what? 2018. <laughs> okay. So eight and what? eight, <laughs> four and 12, do? 10 and six, seven okay. and
1: nine, 11 and five. So this was since, okay. Can I can I reset? Cause you're doing a terrible job. This is record since 2016 <laughs> In 2016. They were eight and eight. In yeah, 2017 yeah, yeah. They were four and 12. Nice. Then they were 10 and six in 2018, seven and nine in 2019 and 11 and five in 2020. Please continue. I so <laughs> so I, I,
0: I had, for some reason I had thought that the Colts were just kind of like wild cards since 2016. And that's definitely not the case. They've been pretty up and down. Um, so that was my initial question. And then it kind of changed because I don't know where this team is at. Honestly, well,
1: here's the main thing. Andrew Luck retired two years ago. It seems like 20 years ago, but it was literally 20, 2019, right before the season that he yeah. retired. Um, and so we're talking only two years now that, you know, they've been going with other quarterbacks. 2019, I believe, was Brissett, right? Um, mm mm-hmm. And then 2020 was the the, the last Rivers. Rivers and his yeah. uh, his camp <laughs> um, of children, <laughs> yeah. um, leading leading that squad. So I I, I do think that um, you know, and Andrew Luck kind of put them in a bind because they built the team with Andrew Luck. This could be the you know one of the top four teams in in the AFC. They could be the division winner, uh, but then. Andrew Luck suddenly retires and now they have the team all around the quarterback position except for the quarterback. Um Phil Rivers did a fine job last year and again it led him to 10 wins or 11 wins or whatever it was. Um and so I I I think you know you talked about ascending or descending and I still think they're ascending just because they have so many young guys but I don't know if they will never I, I I can't see a situation. You really have to come into a situation where someone like Aaron Rodgers comes available, and that's a situation where they they could win a Super Bowl. Um, because they're not going to do it with Carson Wentz. Um, even though the rest of the team is strong, uh, he's just not strong enough uh to to carry them to a Super Bowl and pass all those AFC gauntlets um of with the Bills and Chiefs. Um, and so I I think that's. That's the problem they're, they're facing: is that they're kind of just stuck uh, where they're at because they'll never be bad enough to get a good quarterback, but they'll never be
0: good enough to win a Super Bowl. Their team is built, however, um, and according to PFF, they have nine offensive players in the top twenty-five at their position and five defensive players in the top twenty-five at their position. So, uh, if they if they hit gold with Carson Wentz. Um, like you were saying, maybe he's, maybe he's not a truck. Maybe he is a trailer, but this team is a team that doesn't need much more than that. I think from the quarterback position. Yeah. But again,
1: Philip Rivers was decent last year and they went as far as they went. I mean, they didn't go Mm -hmm. that far. Um, So, you know, I think that's the problem um, is that, you know, they got a decent play from Philip Rivers last year and, these these the the, the quarterback plays is just not there. Um, that offense is not good enough to to face. I mean, it's just the offensive league right now, um, mm. really. Except for the Rams, we made Rams were the only one that really won a game last year, but solely on their defense in the playoffs. And so, I you know, that's that's the problem that they face. Um, I, I don't know if they can replicate. It's going to be. It's got to be a run heavy offense, and they can't. Mm. The team that they would be close to the Titans, but the Titans, of course, have two now star wide receivers and Ryan Tannehill, decent, better quarterback than Carson Wentz. So, you know, again, they have problems, even in their own division in terms of who, um, who they have to face, but we
0: can talk about that in a second. I do think 2017 Carson Wentz, the upside of that is, is more than Philip Rivers ever showed us. And Frank Reich was the coach, uh, the quarterback's coach of that team in which, he is now the Colts head coach. So if anybody can get 2017 Carson Wentz out of Carson Wentz, it would be Frank Reich. All right, let's move on. Uh, Let's get into the Titans. Titans were
1: ranked overall sixth. Offense, second. Defense, tied for 16th. Special teams, 30th. Key additions. I'm not going to read all of them. (laughs) I'm just going to read the key ones. And that is Julio Jones, wide receiver, Dylan Raduns. Right guard, second round draft pick, Danico Autry. Defensive end, Bud Dupree. Offensive lineman. Offensive. Outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. <laughs> uh, Defensive linebacker. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I read the OL, and then I was like, that's the... <laughs> that's wrong. Anyway. Um, Janoris Jenkins, cornerback. Caleb Farley, cornerback. First round pick. Keys of attractions, Corey Davis, wide receiver. Johnny Smith, tight end. Vic Beasley, outside linebacker. <laughs> and Malcolm Butler cornerback um
0: you got pretty close on dylan Radens.
1: what did i say Redunds.
0: <laughs> redunds, yeah i mean you were pretty close <laughs> redunds, redundant
1: um so also side note as we're talking about names mm-hmm. uh, i saw i did see one uh name for trey lance and that is trey lance lance refrigeration that i thought was uh pretty oh good. Bob yeah lance. the office very if you're good. The office mm-hmm. you very that. good office joke <laughs> um anyway um all right so um lance refrigeration that's good <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I i think that look the titans um they they have made something out of Ryan tannehill that we could never make um so well, adam Gase couldn't yeah yeah. Adam GaSe and um, the, the fucking Bengals head coach that I hate, <laughs> Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Thank you. Yes. I don't even know his name. I don't respect him enough mm. for his name. He's oh. gonna
0: ru- 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 ruin Jamar Chase's career. <laughs> what the most plain khaki Walmart khaki pants name? Too. Yeah. It's terrible. No. Sean McVay. All right. Oh, um All right,
1: And see. so, look, they like I said when I read the numbers that you put down, their offense was ranked second last year and they mm-hmm. added Julio Jones instead of to replace basically Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost John who Smith. Sure. But I, I, I think that, I think that their offense could be as good, if not better than last year's um, their defense was their weakness. Um, they did uh, improve there. Uh, in my mind, I, I do think that, you know, uh Clowney was obviously not the signing that they had hoped for, but Dupree um definitely can be that guy. They improved the cornerback position. I do think Caleb Farley was a solid pick by them. Um he has the upside of a um, you know, C B one for sure. Um you gave the spill spilling. Yeah, <laughs> spill
0: a little beverage on myself.
1: Good good. The, the Jags Cup failed you once again.
0: No, it was by... Yeah. Uh, we're, we're to the seltzer oh. now. Oh, okay. We're in, the, we're we're in the, the, seltzer the seltzer. The cherry lime seltzer. Lord. Um, okay.
1: So, I think, I think the Titans, you know, improved on both sides of the ball. Is that enough, though, Baxter, is my question. Is that enough to compete with the big dogs of the AFC? Granted, they made the championship game two years ago. So, mm-hmm. it's not like... I guess they kind of... I'm not gonna answer your question my question for you, but um can they compete in the AFC? Um where do you rank them if you were to rank um and spoilers here, but we both think they're gonna win the AFC South. Do mm-hmm. you do you rank them third? Well, second, third or fourth. I you know, obviously the Chiefs are one. Third. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: We talked about this last week and my my I do my tiers for um the AFC top top tier, Bills and Chiefs. Um, tier two is also a pretty small tier. That would be the uh, te- the Titans. I almost said Texans. The Titans and the Ravens and Browns. That would be my second tier. And I would I I would put the Titans at third. They'd be probably be at the top part of that tier. I might put the Browns uh pretty close to them but i think i'm not i'm still unsure about their defense i like you're saying they got better but it's a couple of people who are question marks you got bud dupree coming off of injury you got caleb farley coming off of an injury and janoris jenkins has been kind of hit or miss he was bad in in new york he was good for new orleans um so it's kind of one of those wait and see i think with their defense and that's kind of the the bigger side of the ball that we need to see them improve upon
1: yeah um and i, I mean i agree with you i do think they're the third best team and the mm-hmm. afc um i do think they are all but even being the third best team they are more likely to be you know that the second or third team um, in the mm. in the AFC just because of the nature of their schedule, the fact that they get to play the Texans and Jags twice a year helps. Um, their division is just weaker than the what the Ravens and Browns and have to deal with. Um, and so, and even the Bills, right? Bills have to play the Dolphins twice. Um, they have to play the Patriots twice. And Dolphins are going to win that division anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Um, and so, I think that they do have to also play the NFC West, which is. The AFC South plays the NFC West. Yes,
0: so that's okay. our that's our best,
1: according to us, that's the best division in football. Yeah, tough, tough so. look for for our yeah, guys. Thanks. AFC South. Uh, even so, you still even though they have to play those four teams, they get to play the they get four wins to the, the Texans and Jags. Right. Um, and so, um, they they have a better shot of getting that home field advantage for that um, that first game. I guess yeah. that first wild card game. Yeah, and then the second game as well. I'm trying to think of how the schedule works out.
0: Yeah, it would depend on, it would depend on seating wise for them. If, if they had a better record than what we would say, I guess is the bills. Um, well, what I would say is the bills and what you would say is the dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause um, they would be, they would be playing that team. And if the chiefs are the number one seed, they'd be playing the the worst team that next week. And then those middle two teams, which are the other two teams that won their division, would be playing against each other.
1: Yeah, it's that added wild card that's making me Mm -hmm. think overthink this. Anyway, um, so I I just think that, um, you know, I think being up there, right, being a top four team in any conference means that you, I mean, if you're in the playoffs, right, you have a shot at making the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I do think that this team has the formation. It's really up to Ryan Tannehill, um, for the most part, um, in that defense. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill has showed that he can be the guy. Um, he can be the truck. <laughs> uh, yeah. he's been quite good these past couple years in Tennessee. Um, and it's really just a matter of, can they take that next step? They made a couple additions and a couple improvements. Um, Of course, everything needs to still be good with Derrick Henry because that is their that is their main um, uh, secret sauce. But I do think that um, their additions were good, uh, and that that defense will improve with those additions. Uh, Yes, there are some injury risks, but um, when they are good, those players are good. Um, You know, when they are healthy, those players are good. (laughs) when
0: they're (laughs) good they're good
1: they're good (laughs) when they're good they're good yeah oh shit um anyway so uh yeah i don't know how many thoughts on the titans Um, but my thoughts are that they 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 could win it all your thoughts are when they're good they're good
0: (laughs) yeah when they're good they're good all right let's get into it the jags overall last year 32nd Offense 28th, defense 29th, special teams 23rd. Key additions Marvin Jones at wide receiver, Walker Little, left tackle, in the second round Trevor motherfucking Lawrence, quarterback, round 1 pick 1. Travis Etienne, uh running back first round, Roy Robertson that Harris
1: key addition, that's that's rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's still on the team. Roy Robertson Harris, defensive end, Malcolm Brown, defensive tackle, Tyson Campbell, cornerback, second round. Shaq Griffin cornerback rishon jenkins safety urban meyer and whole coaching staff other than george warhop who was there last year he's the o-line coach uh key subtractions joe schobert recently got traded to the steelers for a six-round draft pick and uh doug maroon head coach that's it team was bad no one else who left can be considered a key addition of subtraction i really don't we were kind of already talking about this and it's like i don't it's this team's so hard to be able to judge right because it's all so so new it's a lot of what we were talking about with the texans with the only added difference of they got a a player that a lot of people myself included and i think you included believe to be a generational quarterback so there's more upside involved in the jaguars but there's just it, it, it's hard to be able to even formulate a question to ask about the Jaguars because they are so different than what they were from last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the question is, what do you, Bexer as a Jags fan, want out of the season?
0: Um, I want to see... Three things. Top three
1: things that you want to... See.
0: Okay. Um, that was actually a question... I think from yesterday, from um, Jaguars today. Oh, no, it's today. beautiful. Yeah. Put, put, put me in Jags today. I can, well, I can, it was the I can three. Run. It was yeah. It was it was three positives after the after the ETN news. We've been we've been pretty sad Jags fans, so they wanted to see three positives. You, know, um, you don't have to
1: look at three positive things. Just
0: just the three things that you're looking for in general,
1: right? Yeah. Um, uh, or, so I changed their answer. Tre- yeah,
0: sure. Trevor Lawrence. Um, being what we were hoping he was going to be coming out of college, showing that he is a, a the right guy for them to have picked in the at the top of the first round with the first pick. Um, you and I have kind of gone back and forth on what we think that that should look like. I would like to see... Um, n- numbers is kind of a funky thing to mess around with, but I would like to see um, what we saw out of Justin Herbert last year and not even so much numbers, but just being like, yeah, this is this is the guy. I don't want there to be a question at the end of the year about uh, Trevor Lawrence being the be, being the starter for years to come for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, would You, be want, you want a point. you want
1: a Herbert situation, not a Tua situation. <laughs>
0: Correct. Um, next, I would like I, I want to see a, a very very young team be developed because the Jaguars they didn't they didn't do what they did way back when and I want to say it was 2015 2014 when Gus Bradley came in and they literally knocked it down to the studs like they have some veteran guys on this team but they're still one of the youngest teams in the NFL and I want to see them actually develop over the year I don't want to see them kind of be like oh well we got to make some additions and then maybe we'll maybe we'll make a step if if they're you know two and two coming out of the first four four games and then they kind of go on a bad run. Cause they got some really good games after that. And then they start to improve much like what we saw with, with the chargers. Basically what I want to see is them do exactly what the chargers did last year. That would be it. What's your, why well, I asked for three. Give you only gave me two. Um, so Trevor Lawrence team, team improving and, um, it, defensively, getting to see a completely different uh, scheme them changing from the four, three to the three, four, not running that Seattle um, cover three scheme and getting to see um, some more blitz packages, which they've kind of showed in the preseason and just kind of watching that and watching that improve and, 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 Seeing what I believe is a superior defense, I think the three four is better than been better than the four three it's a lot of people that I listen to don't say that it's really that much different, but if it's not really that much different then why I have the distinction between the two at all, um that would be the other thing that i'm I'm looking forward to
1: yeah um so i I think that and i I would say mostly for if I were you um I would be you know. You know in the, in the sense that I am also, I mean, I drafted Trevor Lawrence in one of our, one of the dynasty leagues I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you know, I think that um, for the, for your mental health and for, for my dynasty league, we, the, the the development of Trevor Lawrence and seeing where he's at and, you know, how he, um adjust to the nfl i think obviously that's that's number one that's gotta mm. be your number one um i think one thing that you left out that i am really interested in seeing mostly because i fucking hate the guy and that is urban meyer as an nfl head coach um and that and yeah that coach, i mean that,
0: that's development for me like if if they're not developing i i put that on the head coach sure sure sure
1: uh, and I and that's right but i, I guess that's part the The reason I bring him up specifically is that that's part of his job, right? I want to mm. see um, how he manages game. You know, um, we we've, we we've see the Anthony Linz and how they manage games. Will he be an Anthony Lynn, <laughs> or will he be one mm. of the better um, game managers? The Andy mm. Reads, the um, Sean McVay. Andy Reid's not a very good. Well, a- Andy Reeds He, reads right, he Andy. was not a good yeah. game manager in Philly. Mm. But then they hired guys that tell him. You know, who, well, then he's <laughs> not managing the
0: game. He's having people tell him what to do. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I get your point. Part of
1: being a good head coach is recognizing your weaknesses. Yeah, I think I've
0: liked Urban so far. I did not want the Jaguars to hire him um, off the top, um, but I am not a fan that likes to sit there and say, I told you so all the time. So I'm rooting for Urban to um, put it together and be, root for, be I mean, successful. You gotta, you yeah. You're you're joking, like right? you got to root. It's so root for stupid that. when <laughs> yeah. fans do that, we can get, we get a little bit off topic, but when, when fans are actively rooting against somebody on their team or their head coach, that's just why, why live your life that way? Yeah. They it's hired your, them. Route. I'm going to root for them.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's only when they're bad. And then that's when you root against somebody. Yeah. By the um, end. Yeah. Um, but you root, you root against that person specifically. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, you know, Gase, right? So like, Sure. I, I, at some point, <laughs> I, I don't blame Jets fans rooting against Adam Gates. Yeah, but
0: I guess I'm more so talking about like right after they hire somebody. No, that's like, stupid because what? you didn't agree yeah. with that choice, and you're like, yeah, why did you that.
1: hire Eric? You know, Benami, and I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. But like, you got to give the guy a chance because you already hired him. <laughs> you have to yeah. give him a chance, you yeah. know. Um, otherwise, you're already rooting against the team that just made the decision, and you actually haven't seen anything. Um, so I think that him and the rest of the coaching staff right mm-hmm. um all the way down the line all new guys just like you said um for 99 <laughs> um and so they I, are I, mostly I,
0: nfl guys which is kind of to your point i did I, I have enjoyed urban he's been incredibly honest and he even said after the first preseason game a lot like what you're saying is that the nfl game is so much faster he was anticipating being able to get trevor more reps in the first game cuz they had agreed that he was going to play a quarter um and then it was the quarter was gone and he was just like I wasn't necessarily anticipating I knew it was going to be faster but he didn't know it was going to be that much faster and he also hired defensive coordinator NFL guy offensive coordinator career NFL guy so it's kind of what you're saying you know you got to surround yourself with people who know what you don't know
1: yeah but you want to see how that whole squad mm-hmm. um mix it together and see right. how it turns out um you know it's um
0: but that's one of the reasons like i was saying it's tough for me like i don't we don't know what this team is going to be currently especially with what they've shown in the preseason no which is i, I totally yeah,
1: and i guess i'm not really i'm not there's other ways to look at it right i mean i i do think that i don't expect this team to make a, a grand jump right i don't think they've done enough mm-hmm. that they're gonna be winning um seven or eight games this year. But I, I think that, I think that you have to see if you have the building blocks for a team that can make a run to the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I think that really starts with: Do you have the quarterback? Do you have the coach? Um, I think those two, time and time again, you don't see a lot of bad quarterbacks winning Super Bowls. You don't see a lot of bad head coaches winning Super Bowls. And mm-hmm. I, I think that. Those are the two main building blocks, and then beside that, you kind of just have to see what are the pieces do you want to right. stick around with. You have the cap space for years to come. You can invest in some of these younger guys, whether it be on offense, Chark or Chenault or you know Robinson, whether it be on defense or Little, <laughs> um, whether it be on defense um, Henderson or it's Griffin, Griffin, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, there are some pieces on defense. Yeah. There are more pieces of offense to be excited for the Josh defense. Allen, but, um, Josh
0: Allen, Miles Jack, third contract. Yeah.
1: You'll, you gotta see now with a different scheme, you know, uh, on defense, will they mm. step up? Uh, cause you have seen, I mean, Miles Jack is good, right? We know that. But mm. the question is, what about these other guys? Not just the, um, guys that were in the previous regime <laughs> or, uh, but also the free agents in the rookies and who can, who will be there um, past this year and who who do you want to keep around? I think that's, I think that's what your goal should be is like, I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not doing anything incredibly. If you make the mm-hmm. playoffs, that would be the biggest miracle I think I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: I don't, I, before the preseason started again, like we were saying, the games don't count, but they matter. Um, Before the preseason, I was at, I was at like seven wins is kind of like where exactly I thought that they would be. I'm, a little less confident on that number. I'm probably going like five or six at this point. I don't, I, I thought that the defensive backs would be a little bit better. They are been a little bit of a problem so far this preseason and the offensive line again, granted they were missing almost the entire interior. They pl- they played a, a, a second round draft pick as a starter last week um, with uh two years off and that's you know
1: yeah i guess the point is you don't want him yeah. to be your starting left tackle but that's might be what you're at because yeah <laughs> right that's how bad your, your tackles are at this yeah. point right uh so yeah i mean um yeah I, I understand what you're saying but my point being is that look you're not going to do, make that run so this this year is mostly looking mm-hmm. at the, what you have development um, yeah correct development that's that that's your main goal for this year and it Mm -hmm. starts at the top with your quarterback it starts with your head coach and then you kind of work down the line from there
0: yeah i just want to see them get better and better every week i don't want to see them i want to see them in an upward trajectory which maybe we maybe they win the first game but i don't want to look at that as like a like an up and down kind of thing. I, I'm trying to. I'm having a hard time kind of finding the words that I want to want to put it in. Like, I, even if they win, I want there to be things that they need to go back and and work on and work on those and then get better at those and then and build on each game. Even if even if they lose the next game. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that they yeah, are getting worse as a team. They're not as
1: important this year as they will be in right. future years. It's the play right. of the players. And that's right. what you should be focused on this year. Um, and uh, so, yeah, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, another thing we could kind of get into, like you were saying, um, Walker Little. I'm probably giving him the start after what I've seen and after the things that I've heard from training camp. I'm probably. Putting Cam Robinson as my swing tackle, taking him off of the starting list and and developing Walker Little because the Jaguars offensive line next year. Um, their starting offensive line of this year, Cam Robinson, Andrew Norwell, Brandon Linder, AJK, and Juwan Taylor. The only guys under contract for next season are Jawan Taylor and Brandon Linder. So offensive line one is a weakness, but also the current starters aren't under contract next year. So I would at least be trying to get Walker little in there somewhere to get some development. Ben Bart just looked decent, um, this preseason, but again, it's just kind of all about who you're going against. And then the other one is the wide receivers. Um, I think they'll probably keep seven now with the, uh, what's his name? I don't even, I can't even think of his name anymore because it hurts so much. Travis Etienne injury. Mm -hmm. I think that Tavon Austin, NFL gadget guy, will probably take that role and they'll probably run with seven wide receivers. So I think they'll probably end up with DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chennault as their starters. um, Philip Dorsett, Colin Johnson, Laquan Treadwell, and Tavon Austin. That's three, that's four, five, that's six. Yeah, that's seven. Yep. I think that that's kind of how I see them doing it. I think probably Tavon Austin's basically a running back for them this year. And it'll be interesting to see how much for me, because we haven't seen it at all this preseason, how much of that urban offense, college offense of, of that spread gets brought in. But it's just so uncertain. It's hard to say.
1: Yeah. Um I agree. That's part of what that's part of what I want to see is what 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 will be his um you know what will be his offense, what will be his defense mm-hmm. and, and um you know just yep. what would that look like um in the NFL how will he make adjustments? Will he be good at making those adjustments and mm-hmm. uh you know um uh, so those that's part of part of what I want to see this year and I um I uh don't.
0: 2017 you would ask me about my expectations for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I had told you that I was waiting until week six, I believe, before I was going to have literally any expectations at all, and that was the year that they almost made it to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that I'm hoping for the same thing, but it's a very similar um thing with the Jag- the the twenty twenty one jags i don't I don't know what my expectation is at this point, and I don't know what they are as a team. I'll probably have way more to say about that kind of stuff in week four, week five than I do currently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I guess I agree with you, but I guess I even care even less about that. It's really the full season,
0: right? I want a full season, yeah. With Trevor. Um, yeah. I mean, I, and... I guess week four, week 5 we'll have more of an understanding of what the team is, I guess at, yeah, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but we'll at least be able to be like, this is the offense that they're attempting to run. Like we don't even have any idea about what that is currently.
1: Yeah. I, I got you. I got you.
0: Yep. All right. All right. Um, let's move on. Casey, let's, let's get on to our uh, AFC South bets.
1: All right. So, um, let's start off with the division odds. Um, so for the AFC South, the Titans are at minus 115. The Colts are at plus 140, 150, mm-hmm. plus 150. 150. The Jags are at plus 600, and the Texans are at plus 2,500, which I believe is the longest shot of any uh, it's one be. we've had this far. Um, so who is your AFC South winner?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Titans. I don't, I don't want to mess around with it too much. Again, I don't like the negative stuff in betting because I don't bet. Um, but I'm going Titans minus one fifteen. They're the best team. They're third best team in AFC.
1: I know that the Titans and Colts pretty much at the same amount of wins last year, but uh-huh. I really don't see how the Titans aren't bigger favorites going into the year. And now, to be fair, when we looked at this, I want. It, I'm pretty sure it was before Julio Jones was signed, but when mm-hmm. we looked at it then it was pretty much even Colton Titans were pretty much even in terms of the AFC South. Um, I think that this has partly to do with the wins entry, partly to do with that Jones signing. Um, but I, I do think the Titans are the better team. Um, and I just don't have much, I don't have that much face in Carson Wentz. So mm-hmm. that might lend to that, my thoughts, but I also like the Titans at minus minus one fifteen. Um, I just don't, care for the value of Colts at plus 150, and I don't think the other teams really have a shot at winning it. My special bet for the AFC South is going to be Ryan Tannehill over 4,200 yards um, at plus 115. My thought process here is that i mean he he's thrown over 4200 yards before with the Miami Dolphins which <laughs> i don't remember that year um but i guess it happened and um you know he's been in the high 3000s these past couple of years i think he was at 3800 and change last year uh i think the addition of Julio Jones um and potentially i just kind of I don't know if they're as Henry on as heavy <laughs> as heavy on Henry, <laughs> if you would. Um, this year, I do think that they might uh, go passing a little bit more, um, and so I think that with that improvement with their wide receiver too, if you would, with Julio Jones um, over Corey Davis, I, I think that that will give him the extra yards. And um, I kind of like the odds at plus 115 there Mm -hmm. Um, and with the extra game um, that adds to it. So uh, that's why I like the over 4,200 yards.
0: I'm taking Trevor Lawrence offensive rookie of the year. Even after everything that we talked about Um, quarterback wins this award. We know for sure Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence are starting the season at this moment. We don't know about the rest of them uh i think trevor lawrence is a generational quarterback i think that that team is going to be bad and he's going to be behind a lot and he's going to be throwing the ball a lot um and i think that he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year i don't think that there's really much else to kind of put into that other than that basic statement
1: yeah um i think he does have the best shot at it that's why Mm. that you know, he Zach
0: Wilson's the other quarterback who's a starter, and I just I don't believe in Zach Wilson. So,
1: yeah, and I, um, you know, he does have the best odds to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I um, I I uh, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I, of course, I put my money elsewhere. So mm-hmm. already in the previous, um, you did Lance, right? Yeah. Yeah, just because of the idea of him starting and leading the team to the playoffs. Um, I do think they'll make that switch early. I don't think any thought of him that making that switch early hasn't changed, really. If anything, I might think Fields also has a good shot because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think both Fields and Lance will be starting pretty quickly. Um, I think this preseason has showed that these rookie quarterbacks are quite good. We didn't really go over um, those other how the other um, rookies fared in week two of the preseason, but... Um, more of the same, honestly. Fields mm-hmm. wasn't as good, but I mean Mandas I mean he just has he has legs and you know he's still he's still so much better than Dalton. It's gonna they are Nagy freaking already named Dalton as week one starter, but I really don't understand why why, it's at this point. It must be just commitment to the the guy because you yeah. told him you're going to be starter for our team, and you didn't realize that you're going to have Justin Fields, and you, you know because we'll you're be so, a you're, you're a pick twenty in the draft. You're like, well, we're not going to yeah. get this rookie, so Andy Don's going to have to start with us. And yeah. the next thing you know, you have um, Justin Fields in your quarterback room, and sure enough, he's good. So I, I think that um, I think that's a problem that they're going to have to face, and it's going to be a quick change there. Um, I think that Lance was also good um, in his game. He, uh, he, he has shown that he can be someone that can lead a team, Can and is more explosive than Jimmy G. And that's another quick change. Zach Wilson was maybe had the best preseason week out of all the rookie quarterbacks this past weekend. Um, he was dropping dimes um, as well in his game. Um, and then Mac Jones has shown that he uh, should probably be the starter over Cam Newton um, as well. So I, I think that this year um, we very likely will have five rookie quarterbacks starting for their teams in the first quarter, if not, you know, the worst case scenario, first half for for um, the season. And I, I think that this preseason has shown that these guys can can throw it in the NFL. Uh, we'll 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 see how quickly these coaches make the poll, but I think it'll be pretty quick for for the three that are not starting at this point. Um, and that's, but my point being in all that is that I, that's kind of why I went with Lance is that I thought that yeah. he, their team has the best chance to make the playoffs and go off, go with the rookie quarterback. That's going to lead your team to the playoffs. But, um, I definitely see Trevor putting up the most stats based on your reasoning. Um, and kind of, it's the Herbert reasoning, right? Not a great defense. Um, and, I I mean, it's, it's going to be a pass heavy offense. You would assume with urban and everything. So, um, I, I don't I don't mind that that pick. I think plus three hundred. It's pretty good considering that, right? Three to one odds on that. It's not it's, it's not bad. Um, so uh, yeah, I like that. Okay. Sure. Can we uh, go th- over our beer bets real quick? Uh, publicly? Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I, I I will open it up. Um, I already I was starting to open it up. Um, I think the only one. I I mean, it's up to you. Uh, you can always. Um, change your mind on the Jags over under six and a half wins. If you want, if you think the ETN injury was no, enough. to change, I, Okay. No, I, 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 my whole reasoning for choosing under Robinson, 240 carries was that I thought ETN would take over as running back. Sure. So you can, we can cancel that one. I'm with saying the that we injury. should cancel that because I completely don't think that's going to happen anymore. I yeah. can't imagine he gets under 240 carries, um, yeah. barring an yeah, injury, and
0: that would cancel the bet anyway. So and that uh, was kind of the spirit of that argument with that beer bet, anyways. For anybody, well, yeah, uh, that was, that I was, believe yeah, we had that, that, that offline. Line, so yeah, right. But I just, the spirit I just the spirit that of that it was off-line. that I still believe that Rob Robinson was going to be. RB one, and that they were both going to be playing a lot. Well, he, he will was... definitely be RB yeah. so one. Yeah, without without a doubt. Hope you're happy. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm never um, happy right. about the Jags. Yeah. Were those the only two? No, I'll, I'll keep it over. I, I was not the rest. The rest were uh, um,
1: over under, ranked sixteen and a half in sacks allowed. <laughs> good,
0: good luck. Yeah, playing. I. <laughs> boy, yeah, I still think. Trevor's got a quick release, and I think that that whole argument from <laughs> yeah. real quick. that whole argument for me was that it it's more about Trevor than the offensive line, and the offensive line has still has not changed, but and the other jag's one we have is um over under jag's bottom ten defense by yard per game, um yeah, I still feel okay about that because they were terrible against the run last year, and they've looked pretty good so far, so we'll um, see
1: yeah. I mean, those those don't really change because ETN. It was really just the wins and the the carries most of it. Yeah, I wasn't giving
0: any of those specific wins to Travis ETN. ETN. Yeah, (laughs) mostly about. Think so. I wouldn't think so.
1: Um, All right. Okay.
0: All right. Let's get out of here, Casey. Um, We'll be back September third. Comparing and contrasting, what we're going to do for the final episode before the regular season, we are going to do our own playoff brackets separately, where we will. our our top seven teams it's it's seven right yeah in the playoffs um we'll 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 do our for each conference we will do seven teams and we will we will we will play out our own playoff brackets and then we'll talk talk through it with you guys where our differences are and where our similarities are and and we'll go from there and we'll also look at um the jags and dolphins like we always do We'll look at their preseason games and the final 53 man roster will be coming out on Tuesday and we, we record on Wednesday. So I'm sure we'll get into cuts and stuff like that um, on Wednesday. And um, yeah, we're going to go from there. Um, don't forget to uh, rate and subscribe on Apple podcast for us. If you'd be so kind, you can find and follow us at surfing artificial turf, all one word on Twitter. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you all next time on the Surf and Artificial Turf podcast.